All right, so coming back in here, uh, VF Gaming presents to another Diablo 3 session. Uh, I've actually got Heinz here recording with me today. I'm chilling at his house because, you know, why the fuck not? <laughs> so go ahead and give yourself an introduction. Uh, well, I'm Heinz. I work with this kid. He wrote me into this somehow. I don't fuck know. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a pretty big Diablo fan. Uh, I've been playing for quite a while. Uh, just kind of recently got back into it on the Switch, which is actually really cool. Um, I wasn't sure about it on, on console, but got to check it out. Um, thanks to him, brought it within like an hour, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's been a lot of fun. All right, so what are what are some of the big things that like since you've been playing your wizard a little bit more than your crusader? Uh, what are some of the big changes just from crusader to wizard, especially in this particular season? Uh, just. <laughs> Uh, how papery I feel, but I think that's just kind of a general thing for Crusader to Wizard. <laughs> like, Wizard's great, and then it's like, oh, it, it seems you seem really tanky, but at random times you can kind of get yourself in trouble and just die because you lost your shields. You didn't, you weren't really paying attention to it. You know, it's Crusader is much more stable in my opinion. Where it's if you if you're gonna take a lot of damage, like. It's easy to just pop a cooldown and live. Whereas Wizard, it seems like you center more around playing with, like, teleport or um, using an ability to, like, CC versus, and, like, live longer versus just popping, like, a straight-up damage reduction cooldown. Well, then, what are some of the damage reduction cooldowns that differ from the Wizard build that you're playing as opposed to the most of the more... some of the other Wizard builds? So, I'm playing, like, I use Teleport um, Safeguard, I believe it's called, and that, it just, like, it's just straight damage reduction when you, whenever you use Teleport, which is, I like, um, I pair that with, like, Alter Time, um, and the Ruin that stuns with Alter Time, so it kind of allows me to play around my Alter Time and CC until I can get my Chantoto built back up to pop back into Archon. Alright, um, yeah, I know more commonly with uh, some of the other builds, uh, I'm going to talk about the Talrashas here in particular just because it's one of my favorite builds. Yeah, go for um, it. One of the more defensive cooldowns that they usually end up giving you is actually from your ring. Um, the second ring that you get uh, outside of the Convection of Elements, uh, it gives you your Ice Barrier. Uh, anytime you drop below 30% health, it automatically pops your Ice Barrier, and then that Ice Barrier casts Frost Nova, so you get a damage reduction, a small shield, and it freezes everything around you. Yeah. Now, one of the nice things about that is it's completely passive. Like I said, you just all you got to do is hit 30%, and then you're just right back into a big, crowded room of everything that is frozen. Um, with the Firebird set, usually one of the builds that they'll run for that is the Meteor build, but the, the Firebird set itself has a defensive cooldown in it, actually. Yeah. Uh, on, one, on a one-minute cooldown, every time you take fatal damage, you, your body disappears for a couple of seconds, a giant fuck-off meteor spawn like just drops from the sky, does a shitload of damage around you, and you're reborn. But that's on a 60-second cooldown. Right. So, I would say the Beer Chantoto build has similar aspects to it. Um, you run in the Halo of least I take it. That's yep. the... Yeah, the ring. So, you can run the Halo of Kalarmi? I can't remember how to say that. Uh, it, it's the one where you run Storm Armor with it, 
And then when that electrocutes a mob that's like 15 yards away, you gain um, 75% straight up dam damage reduction. I think it actually can go to like 80 um, if you get like a perfect roll on it. I think mine's 75%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on top of that, um, Archon. I mean, Archon is basically, you know, the god mode of um, just like Akrat for Crusader in that sense of it's just a massive cooldown that makes you invincible. And you run the Swarmy, which gives you 20, the stacks that you gain in Archon last for another 20 seconds after you come out of Archon. So that gives you, that between that and like your other damage reduction abilities, um, you can run kind of whatever bracers you want. Uh, there's the bracers that give you increased shielding, there's like Arthon, um, the Arthon bracers that give you like damage reduction per enemy you have stunned in the area, which I was playing around with a little bit. I didn't find it to be as effective as just running the straight shielding increased bracers. And uh, then you also have, uh, you can run like the Traveler's Pledge, Compass Rose, if you want, for damage reduction while moving, increased damage while standing still. I've seen that. But the cool thing with the Veers is it's very, like, it's very flexible. You can run multiple different talents, you can run different jewelry, you know, it's just depending on your playstyle. I like the flavor of time, I run a convention, um, I run the the ring that gives you the damage reduction through storm armor and then i run the obsidian ring which is kind of a necessity for the build and the cube but yeah that's that's the ring that i actually have to run for my monk right now because otherwise i wouldn't have epiphany up nearly as well as often as i need it right um but what are some of the some of the big hit or miss spots of of the veers archon build for this season i know a lot of the times like um, you know, I've, I've run that build or a similar build in the past where it's just, if you would, you know, when you're outside of Archon, you're just kind of shit and you're walking around just waiting for Archon to come off cooldown. And then you just have this massive damage buff for 20, 30 seconds. And then you're back off cooldown again, just waiting. Sure. So one of the biggest things I've noticed about the Archon build is just, they definitely nerfed it in my opinion. Um, in beta, it looked insane just because the Chantoto um, was based off your attack speed. So it allowed you to stack Archon so much quicker. And now it's it's a much slower pop process. You kind of have to integrate, from what I found, um, the Disintegrate channel in Archon to help build up those stacks quicker. You can channel that while... Um, doing like the ground smash whatever it's wave of force yeah wave of force ability. <laughs> that's um in archon and that i found is a good combination for getting stacks the teleport ability in archon comes off almost instantaneously so there's i mean you really don't have to sit in one spot ever but outside of archon like it can get kind of hairy, especially once you start pushing, like, higher GRs. I found around, like, GR 100, 105, like, in that range that your shields just, they're not sometimes enough if you are low on Archon stacks, which, like I said, you can't build up as quick anymore. So it's really key to, um, it requires some monitoring or, like, paying attention to, like, 
where your where your archon stacks are, and you'll kind of figure out like, okay, well, you know, if I have enough stacks, you can almost immediately pop back into archon, and um, just keep that damage rolling while you have. So then you'll have like a dual stacking effect for the archon, which is kind of nice, and that'll let you um, keep damage rolling at better, but. There's also times when you have to play extremely like defensive um, kite mobs until you can build up your chantotos to 20 stacks, just so you can do enough damage to like get by and get those stacks rolling to get an archon. I mean, that's basically what the build focuses around. So staying on our staying in archon form. Yeah, um, almost. You want 100% uptime. The 20 stacks thing with the chantoto, I found is very key to doing obviously the most amount of damage you possibly can but like i said it's almost it's almost situational sometimes i do tend to pop back into archon if as soon as it's off cooldown whether i have the 20 stacks or not almost out of necessity like it's just oh like i'm you know if i'm in a bad spot i'm i didn't get like a good teleport or I teleported to a bad spot, um, my alter time was poorly placed, and so, like, I'm just in kind of a bad situation. Like, Archon's really my only escape goat at that point. Like, the shields just aren't going to be enough for you to sit there and tank, like, a whole pack of mobs, or an elite pack, for that matter, like, yeah. if you fall out. It's... So, it, it requires, like, some form of, like, just training yourself, kind of, to, like, know, like, where your damage point is at. Because you'll see it, like, once you hit a certain damage point with the Archon, that you'll start one-shotting mobs. And then at that point, that's where you want to stay. Because then that allows you to easily keep gaining stacks. And it's almost like a ramp-up. Like, when you first start out the dungeon, like, you're going to have to probably hop into Archon within, like, the first few seconds. Especially if you get one of those where the mobs come at you right away. You're just going to have to hop into Archon, ignore the Chantoto, and, like start building up those stacks a little bit and play very, like, defensive, like, just kind of popping, like, in and out with teleport. It, even in Archon, you can die. Like, it, you're just... You're not as tanky when you only have, like, 50 stacks of Archon. Like, you're just not. And... Once, uh, once you get your stacks and everything rolling, you know, you have, like, your... You get, like, an Archon with, like, your 20 Chantoto stacks and everything, and you get your stacks up to, like, 150 in that range and you can like kind of keep that rolling um i found that that's kind of like the the glory zone where you can just run through everything and everything just kind of dominoes over which is great you know yeah jimmy and i noticed that last night (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but there you also notice like how much of a build-up there is to it sometimes because like you guys are like fighting against like a pack of mobs and i'm doing like almost nothing in damage wise and then all of a sudden a flatten yeah. You know, and that's just that's kind of that build right now. Like I said, the the attack speed nerf was in my opinion massive. Like it that really I feel like capped that um build to a lower GR. Uh how do you feel about how do you feel with the uh, the Archon build for solo play versus with group play cuz uh, I personally haven't seen you go through a, a whole bunch of G- greater if solo, but when you were in in grouping with uh Jimmy and I last night like He's got the mobility. I've got the control. You know, I, I can stun a whole bunch of stuff. I've got a whole bunch of mobility myself. So when it comes to just the feel of the Archon build, do you think it suits solo play or group play a little bit better? Um, personally, I like solo play better with the, the group play. It's 
it seems like you're useless a lot of the time, where your party members are kind of almost leaving you, and then you're having to, like, try and rush through your, like, rotation to, like, get damage rolling. Um, and that's what I've noticed, anyway. I think it was, uh, like, you know, Jimmy, like, pushing up and gathering mobs and stuff. Like, sometimes, like, my ramp up would take so long that, like, you you guys were doing, like, enough damage to where you would kill, like, a pack of mobs before, like, my damage was up. Or he would be, like, pulling mobs away from me, which then I'd have to, like, relocate and, like, try and build up my Chantoto and stuff like that. And that was, that was kind of difficult. Um, I prefer it in solo, but you also die a lot more in solo, I found. Like, you shouldn't really realistically die with this build. And, like I said, it is kind of just, like, a playstyle thing. And it's also, it's a gearing thing, too. You know, you need to power up your gems, you need to have, I found, like, having an ancient weapon in your main hand makes a world of difference with it. It That was an easy, like, 10 GR push difference. Just in that one piece alone. Like, you, you gain so much from that. Um, I will say I love it for speed farming. It's absolutely insane. You throw in, um, I can't remember the name of the weapon, but it's the one that gives you um, a one-second cooldown reduction for every enemy you kill. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know the one you're talking yeah. about. I just can't remember the name. I throw that into the cube, and, I mean, like, Torment 16, like, once I get my initial Archon stacks built up, basically, you can just 100%, as soon as you pop out of Archon, immediately pop right back into it, and just keep those stacks up, and basically just have an infinite teleport, and one-shot every mob, and just keep going. Like, it's awesome. Like... Um, I know we did, like, the not-cow level <laughs> the other, yeah. and that's what I've been doing. Um, I think I got, like, what was it, 500 stacks of Archon? Jesus. Yeah, and, like, an 800 kill streak, you know? And that's just because I can literally clear that whole thing by just teleporting around and popping in and out of Archon. It's so much fun. Like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, so for speed farming <laughs> capabilities, that build is just amazing. But transferring that into GR pushing is much different like i've tried actually using that um instead of like the furnace which is normally what you run and that's for the 50 percent increased damage to elites which makes all the world of difference but i found that it's just very damage capped like you do not get the stacks of archon that you need to push over those big mobs in one hit without the chantoto 20 stacks or building up you know 200 stacks of archon before going into Archon again. You know what I mean? Like, you really need um, to build that up. 150, if you have, like, 150 stacks of Archon and you get 20 stacks of Chantoto and you pop into Archon again, you will level mobs at GR100. I've seen that. Um, like, even GR105, you're probably good. Beyond that, like, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm still trying to figure out how I can increase those stack numbers more efficiently. And it might just be a playstyle thing, because I mean I've def I know what the build is capable of doing like one gr one thirty by itself. <laughs> Obviously, fully geared, gems leveled up, all that. Yeah. But getting there, I I feel like I do pretty well for the gear I have. I'm not I'm not even half ancient. I have my ancient weapon. Um, I can't even remember. I have a few ancient main set pieces and like level fifty something gems, and I'm pushing over GR one hundred five, 
or in that range, you know. And that's, in my opinion, pretty good for a build. Like, I I feel like it's a very forgiving build if you're a newer player. Um, for me to be able to do that, I guess, like, my Crusader, who's, like, kind of damage capped right now at, like, GR-107, um, he's almost full Ancient right now. So, if that kind of gives you an idea of, like, the wizard power just compared to, like, a Crusader, like, it's yeah. significant. Yeah. Um, now, you've mentioned the, the Chen Toto's will a couple of times. <clears throat> yeah. I'm familiar with the weapon set, but I'm not familiar with the set bonuses from it anymore. It's been so long since I've done that, because, sure. honestly, the last time I, I used that weapon was when uh, Canadian U and I, like... <laughs> fucking season three of diablo if that gives you any idea of how yeah, far back yeah, this was nuts. um i mean they just buffed it so. well we were messing around with uh, uh something that that we deemed the uh the trampoline build it was a wave of force build okay it yeah. was just all fire damage centered solely around wave of force and using the chantoto's set gotcha. so what exactly does the chantoto's will do for you so basically chantoto's now um it straight up when you're an archon <clears throat> it sends out a wave of force or a pulse um, that does 4,000% weapon damage, which is why having Ancient scales it so much more. Um, and that gets increased by how many stacks of Chantoto's will you have. Um, 20 stacks equals an additional 4,000%. So, so it would basically double the damage just from that set bonus. Yeah, exactly. Which is why it's so crucial, and like so many people have said to like make sure you get 20 stacks every time like i said though that in my opinion is very situational at higher gr play it's just not feasible sometimes because you simply defensively you can't like you can't sit still when you're like getting hit for half your health you know what yeah I mean? like you just can't so it it's very dependent on that but um that set is crazy powerful um it will allow you just being fully geared, even without really like the best gems in your sockets and everything. I think Torment 16 is easily speed farmable, you know, once you have a full set of gear for it, which is really impressive coming out of a build. And I think makes Wizard very powerful. Um, I know I was carrying GR 90s with you guys, and we were full clearing that in like four minutes. Just with my gear like that's <laughs> i mean yeah you know if you're running like full primal or full ancient and with like a primal main hand or something i mean i can only imagine like gr 110 gr 105 just being the exact same way where you're you're knocking over riffs like that um within a couple minutes so that's pretty close Sorry, we're sitting here inside Heinz's apartment. We got a huge fucking rainstorm going on. We just heard a pretty decent lightning strike. Yeah. Um, but one other thing I'm curious about for this season is, uh, are there any other wizard builds that you'd be tempted to fuck around with, even if you don't like take them as seriously and try to like push higher rifts with it? What Are there any other builds that you would do like just for fun? I know you were talking about the Magnum Opus. Yeah, you guys probably heard that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big one. Um, I know you're talking about the, the Magnum Opus. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like the old DMO, like Arcane Orbit Wizard. Um, or the variation of it. I think DMO is the Frozen Orb, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's it's the Frozen Orb. Yeah, though. this is like the Arcane Orbit variation of that. Which was initially my first introduction to Wizard. 
That was the first build I really actually played, and that used to be the best build. Um, I don't even know what season that was. Maybe season <laughs> six? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I remember when uh, the the DMO build came out. Um, Will and I were, were fucking around with it for a little bit because we were both playing Wizard at the time. Um, but then uh, he got his hands on the Talrasa's build. Yeah. Because uh, he ended up getting a full set of that accidentally while trying to finish off his DMO build. <laughs> and of course, I had a full DMO build and was trying to get Talrasa's. Because gotcha. that's just how it fucking works. But yeah. no, so I, uh, I was playing around with that. And one of the things that I loved about the DMO build was um, just how much you were able to control everything around you. I mean, with that alter time bubble always centered on top of you, and you could always just keep dropping more and more. And then the, the Frozen Orb just all that crowd control from it all the burst damage from it like uh you run uh, the triune's will which causes your magic missile to shoot three magic missiles and then i forgot what uh, what main hand you had but it 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 was uh something like every magic missile or something that you did increased the arcane orb damage by more gotcha. which just it basically just kept funneling into itself and it did some crazy damage in crowd control yeah, so I guess the other night I was doing speedruns on GR90 with the Veers, and then uh, randomly just got the rest of the set for the um, the Arcane Orbit build, and which I haven't played it in a long time. I just was curious where it was at, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw it on, put it together. Um, kind of did, I mean, I just went straight off the old talents and everything. I didn't try and change anything. Um Jumped in, was able to do, I believe, a Torment 16 with it. It took forever. <laughs> I mean, it's a very, very tanky build and very, like you said, controlling. Like, that, the control in that build, I love, and I miss it, but the the damage output is decent. It's just, it's slow. It Like, the, the mobility of it seems really slow compared to Veers just because you don't have the infinite, like, amount of teleports from... Um, yeah from the archon form and then on top of that um i mean the orbs they just don't scale as much as like because i mean back then like when that was like a thing like shoot i think if you were doing like a gr90 you were considered like professional gamer level yeah Yeah, like you were you were crazy and now it's like oh yeah gr90 i'm like halfway to complete (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like just the difference in like the gears power now is insane to me like that's something coming back into diablo on the switch that i'm like wow like this is this is cool <laughs> but it's also nuts just like they brought back like the mordic bracers yeah barbarian too, just because yep. they said oh yeah this used to be broken but eh, not so much anymore <laughs> <laughs> well with i mean simply just with the way some things have scaled like yeah I mean, some things that used to be super broken now aren't as broken because the way that things scale is different. Like, yeah. weapon damage doesn't scale nearly as heavily as attack speed now does, um, but it's harder to get attack speed as well as overall percentage damage, um, whereas back in the day, like, weapon damage was it. Yeah. Like, that was that was what almost every build focused solely on, was getting as much pure straight damage into your weapon as you could. Right. And... Um... Yeah, uh, like I said, the biggest thing with that build is... I, I like the tankiness of it. It's almost easier to play than I would say Veers, even. But, yeah, the the orb damage just doesn't scale, in my opinion, nearly enough. You're hitting for, you know... For, like... I'll, I'll hit, I've had hits for, like, almost 80 trillion in Veers, just from, like, a wa- the wave of force, versus, like, that hitting for, you know... 
a hundred mil, maybe or a billion. On that's occasion. a huge difference. Yeah, like it's. And I mean, <laughs> and that's granted. Again, I'm not wearing full ancients or anything like that. Like it's capable of more, but I mean, doing like a torment sixteen, I, uh, <laughs> I think I made it halfway through. Said, fuck it, this is taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> Teleported back to town, put on my beer set, popped back into the riff, and cleared it in like two seconds. <laughs> just like, yeah, this was, this was a fun experiment, but I understand why this build isn't like anywhere Nearly near as popular, yeah. yeah. Um, the other one I've been messing around with was Star Pack. Uh, the, you know, the LOD. Yeah, um, Legacy of yeah, Dreams. It used to be Legacy Nightmares, now LOD. You can run LON if you want, but it's not as powerful. Um, yeah, LOD Star Pact. Um, man, that is a skill cap build. I will say that I have not invested enough time in Wizard to, like, get really good at it, in my opinion. Like, I'm not anywhere near as good as, like, a top player with that. And anyone who's played that build at very high GR, like, I got respect. It's very rotational dependent. And, yeah, I mean, timing. Like... You have to time off your conventional elements. So what you're aiming to do is, um, if you're playing it properly, obviously you have like you're running black hole, and you want to cast black hole right as right at the end of the fire cycle on your conventional elements, and then you're gonna cast um, your electrocute ability th- um, for three ticks basically because that increases your damage. Yep. And then you're going to drop your Star Pack Meteor, and then immediately channel Ray of Frost to also increase your damage even more, which gives you those big Meteor crits, and they're so satisfying. <laughs> but it is so difficult to play. It's not mindless whatsoever, which is the biggest reason why I probably play Diablo sometimes, is just because I love the mindlessness of being able to just throw on some music and just grind through some riffs on Diablo and just kind of mindlessly play... It, there isn't a whole lot um, needed mentally, you know, for a lot of the builds that you can run in the game. I mean, take Crusader, uh, Blessed Shield build. <laughs> the fucking Captain America. Yeah, the Captain America. Where you just, right. Literally, you hold down the trigger and run. <laughs> That's all you have to do for that build, man. And it's it's satisfying sometimes. Like, it's just... I, I love that build. Yeah, no, I, I definitely encounter that, uh, that same feel with your Crusader that I have with my monk. I pop Epiphany. And I'm just going from mob to mob to mob to mob. Man, I still remember your reaction when I finally put out, like, I finally got myself (laughs) all my skills and everything. You're like, I'm faster than you guys. And Jimmy was struggling to keep up. Like, you both had your full sets for a while. You'd messed around with your build. I was just starting it. I was like, huh, all right, well, let's see what this does. (laughs) And you and Jimmy take off down the rift. And I was walking on by. And then just suddenly I popped Epiphany. We came across mobs. And I left you in the fucking dust. Yeah, Yeah, man. Monk was hard to keep up with. Uh, That one one rift, we were trying to to go for uh, the under two-minute objective um, for the season journey. Was that Torment 10? Yeah. Was that what it needed? No. Yeah, Torment 10, I believe. I think it is for the season. You have to do a, a Torment 10 um, Nefrif in under two minutes, which for people who haven't attempted it yet or are like trying, that means two minutes from the second you open that riff to when you talk to him in town and close it. Like that is not two minutes to from, kill the boss. To kill the boss, like it is in a GR. Like that is. It, <laughs> it adds an element to it that makes it much, much harder because you lose time even on your loading screen. Yeah. 
which yeah, that's sucks. true. Because <laughs> that if you have slow internet, you could just be screaming <laughs> at your TV like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I now have a minute thirty seconds to do this. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, that was yeah. You really left me behind on that, which. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine. I honestly, I wasn't. I don't even think I had my speed build put together at that point for Crusader. No, but I think the next rift that we tried, you did. You just still couldn't keep up. No, well, yeah, because it's based off of me killing stuff. So what I normally do, again, I run that weapon in the cube that uh, takes a cooldown off of something um, every time you kill an enemy. Which on Torment Ten, you pretty much one shot everything with one with yeah. a shield. So it's great because you pretty much have infinite horse. Which if you run endurance means you can get around a map very, very efficiently. And then I run, like, Flavor of Time as a jewelry slot. And then that just gives you that extra mobility to... Uh, Especially if you get the, the cooldown reduction one. Yeah, and, like, if I'm... So the thing... The cool thing with the Blessed Shield build is you don't really need to run the ring if you're one-shotting mobs like that. Because um, it doesn't... It's not going to matter. Like, the ring doesn't even work anyway with the build. Um, the Obsidian Ring... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, the, the cooldown reduction. Yeah, one. it doesn't it doesn't work with the build anyway. And then, um, so I like to be able to run that weapon in the main hand. But the downside is you're supposed to normally run um, fury, the fury weapon. It, like it, whenever you do damage, it gives you increased attack speed. Yep. Or whatever. Or is that for? I'm sorry, I might be thinking of thorns now. Um, I think that yeah, I think that's the one for. the Oh thorns yeah, build. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of thorns build. You're running the. Uh, the legacy that gives you increased damage to your shields. Gotcha. So I I found that like if you can one shot mobs without that without needing that um, that damage buff, which is significant because it's every mob you hit, it's forty percent more damage on your shield. Yeah. It's a significant chunk. You definitely need it for higher GR pushing. But if you can run the other weapon that takes cooldown off, it's much much faster. Paired with like a flavor of time, it's crazy. I love it. But um, yeah, for the speed farming, like we were just trying to. Get just it. kill as much as we can as fast as we can. Yeah, and I was just kind of cleaning up pylons and coins behind you while you just kept pushing through. <laughs> there was really no other purpose I served in that rift. We were, I mean, honestly, that's very map dependent in my opinion. Yeah. Like we were, no, we were most waiting. Definitely. We were waiting for that map that, like, that big open level map where we can just spread each, off in different directions. Yeah, each just go one goes left, one goes right, and you both run around the perimeter and you meet back in the middle. You know what I mean? Like it's. Literally, that's all we were trying to get. But it's doable, definitely, on other maps. I've seen people do it, um, normally in bigger groups with, like, specific setups for it. But. Yeah, but, that, well, because in most cases, when people are going for stuff like that, <clears throat> they've already got really good gear set aside. Uh, they've they've got specific builds in mind. Yep. Uh, they're looking to run the, the high-mobility ones that give them a lot of uh, teleports, jumps, leaps, yep. uh, cooldown reduction, stuff like that. Yep. I really wish I uh, I would have finished it solo. I had it. <laughs> I was so close. I got the graveyard map, and I just missed one elite pack in the corner. That's literally all it was. And I ended up on the other side of the map and had to run back across. Missed it by about 15 seconds. And I was like, ah. Like, that was a frustrating one for me. That's when I, I think I asked you guys for help, because yeah. I just knew, like, okay, it's not going to get better than that. Like, you know, I could keep trying and try and get that map again, and redo it it just wasn't worth the effort so 
luckily, I mean, we didn't get it with a three-man three group. We just kept getting bad maps. And then uh, once, I think, uh, you got off, Jimmy and I were able to get Yeah, you guys the map still did a couple more after that before you got the map you wanted. Yeah, and we crushed it. I mean, we did it in, like, a minute 30. Like, oh, just yeah. absolutely destroyed it. Although you did almost miss it. Oh, no, there was one time you did miss it because you didn't know that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I managed. That was my fuck up. Uh, Jimmy and I, we smashed through it, like, really quick. One of the best runs we had, had yet to that point. And I figured we were about on time. I actually didn't time that one. But I knew just because I have been, like, mentally timing it, like, so much that day that uh, it, it was right in that, like, butter zone. And uh, I teleported to Talon because the Rift Guardian didn't spawn on me, and it spawned on him. But when I was teleporting, when I, I think was in the loading screen going to Talon, he killed it. And I didn't realize he would killed the Rift Guardian already. So I was sitting in Talon for, like, 15, 20 seconds waiting to, like, <laughs> turn in, the, you know, to close the portal and get credit for it. And then he pops out of the town, like, the portal, to, like, he teleported to Talon. And I was like... Oh, no. Like, and I turned it in. Yeah, we missed it. Um, just barely. I think we missed it by, like, 10 seconds. So, I, was, I was mad. Well, I wasn't sure about Jimmy, uh, like, where his damage was at. Yeah. how fast he could kill a Rift Guardian. I should have realized that, like, okay, yeah, he's geared enough to do, like, you know, Torment 16. He can one-shot a Rift Guardian at, the, at Torment 10. Or close enough to it that it won't matter at that point. Yeah, exactly. So I should have just turned it in immediately, and we probably would have finished it. But, I mean, it worked out, because the riff we got was pretty cool, crazy. It was a lot of fun, you know. That was definitely the hardest challenge I had this season, though. That was the... Out of all of them. Because that's, uh... That's one of the, um... Uh... Not challenges. What's, uh... Conquest. Yep. So you have to do... There's the four challenges, and then there's, like, what? Six conquests after that? Yeah, so there's a bunch of there's like a bunch of conquests. You for one of the um, for what your season journey, you have to finish three, and two of the conquests are basically a given. If you're just doing normal progression, you're gonna get them, and it's doing like enough uh, full clearing, like a solo like torment sixteen Nefrif or something like that. I think or doing like a gr seventy by yourself. Yeah. Whatever. That's just a simple progression thing, um, and then. I think for hardcore players, there's a lot more options for the conquest, but you're pretty limited when you're not a hardcore player. Um, I didn't do hardcore this uh, character yet this season. I just, I don't know. It seems like it'd be fun. I just didn't want to put in the effort. But the uh, the other conquest, I think, was kill all the bosses, like, Oh, yeah. Didn't you have, like, two minutes? Yeah, of starting the game up. Yeah, which, I mean, doable. I guess I didn't really attempt it. It just seemed like more of a pain in the butt than trying to finish a rift in two minutes. Some of that comes to knowing the maps. Like, um, getting to Diablo, you gotta know the map a little bit, just because that's... It's such a huge open area, Yeah. but based off of how the map starts, you can generally gauge where it's going to end. You just have to find the right spot. Uh, Same with uh, Aranier... Um, and the Butcher, actually. Yeah. Because uh, the Butcher, like, always, always, always on his map, you always have to go to the upper right, but sometimes it's really fucking deceiving, which I, I think, hate. I think a lot of it's class-dependent, too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I feel like speedrun, or if I had, like, if I was doing, trying to pick one on, like, my wizard, my wizard's way faster than my crusader. Like, I can, I feel like that's much more doable on my wizard oh, yeah. than it would be on my crusader. <clears throat> crusader, if I'm not getting cooldown reduction massively like 
horse is kind of like it's good mobility but it's very short you know you, i've you've seen me try and keep up with you guys sometimes <laughs> it doesn't work at all so well it also doesn't help that with the, the monk build that i'm running i pop epiphany and i can teleport from mob yeah. to mob and i have two dashes on charges not right. on cooldowns on charges and that makes all the difference as well yep so it's um crusader is not a very mobile class it's just not meant to be i mean i will say the thorn invokers could probably do it um I mean, maybe. I think so. Uh, Thorn Invokers, you run the uh, uh, the shield that gives you balloon reduction based off block. Gotcha. So okay. you're, yeah, so that makes a huge difference. Yeah, I mean, if you jump into a pack of mobs for, like, two seconds, your horse off cooldown. Like, it doesn't take long. And then you have a lot more mobility with that. I've And you also run the Fury, which is what I was talking about. Um, the Fury weapon in your cube, which is cool because it gives you increased attack speed with five stacks, and it also gives you movement speed. So you get, like, another 25% movement speed, I believe, which is noticeable. It Yeah, it, it definitely makes a huge difference. Uh, I mean, that's one of the first things that I noticed just by with Paragon levels. You know, you get that 25% movement speed, and you're going, you're outpacing everything. Yeah, definitely. Um, Paragons are huge. That's why, you know, I make a big deal about running people when they're <laughs> new to the game because it just... Like, it's poor Andrew. Life. Oh, yeah, <laughs> He needs to be on when we are, so we can run him. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's 400 yet, though. I think he was, like, three, yeah. 370, 380 something last time we played with him. But no, he did we say... Him. we got him 400. Did we get him 400? Yeah, we got him, because he, he wasn't going to log off until we did. Oh, and yeah. And then he got, like, 412 or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I know he said he's been playing a little bit by himself, but I haven't seen him on yet to see, like, just how far in he actually is. Yeah, I mean... There, that's the nice thing, though, about Diablo, is you can play it casually. Like, it doesn't have to be... Like, me, I've gone pretty hard this season. I mean, I've put in over 100 hours in the season already, easily. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I'm Paragon... What am I now? Almost 900? Yeah. You were like eight, eight, like 862 when I logged off last night? Yeah. So, Something like I think that. I'm... I think I'm almost... <laughs> I think I'm 890 now. Nice. Something yeah, like I... So. <laughs> I ended up jumping ahead of Jimmy there for a little bit. Uh-huh. He was like yeah. six twelve, and I think it was like six thirty, six forty. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you can play it very casually. Um, I don't know where my. That's the thing. Like I don't know what my season journey like goal is. Kind of like my own. I think I want to be able to clear like a GR one twenty solo at some point this season. It'd be really cool. I don't know if I'll get there. Um, I definitely want to do some more group play. I think that's way more fun. Well, and I feel like once we can get Andrew his gear, I mean, we'll be running Crusader, Monk, Barbarian, and Wizard. Yeah, we can come up with someone for that. So, anywhere between me and Jimmy, we've got, you know, either I can dedicate myself to damage or he can. Um, I definitely have the highest mobility out of all of us in the group when it comes down to it. you're a buff stick. And I've also, I mean, no, I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm a walking buff stick that stuns and controls, but can also pump out a good fair amount of damage. Yeah. Jimmy has some ridiculous mobility. I wasn't paying too much uh, attention to his damage the other night, but, I mean, it's he's able to, at the very least, keep up with me. Yeah, and, I mean, he does... He, his damage isn't crazy, I'd say. The build he's running is uh, very... It's very, like, mobility-based, and it's like a ramp-up for the damage, kind of, in my opinion. Um, but it's great at mob gathering, which is, like, crucial for a group to have that, because... Oh, yeah. Having someone that can just, like, I, I mean, even doing the cow level, like, he pulled up, like, a whole pack of mobs. He had, like, I mean, I don't even, there were so many mobs I couldn't run through them. Like, I I teleported into the center of it with veers, and, like, I just domino effect the whole, <laughs> like, pack, which is 
probably one of my favorite moments I've had in Diablo because it was just the just most satisfying. Watching thing. a whole bunch of cows yes. fall dead. Yes. <laughs> the the explosion of like a hundred kill like I mean our kill streak literally shot like a hundred, yeah, which is that one pack. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And trans and like transferring that into a higher rift or whatever will be I think really enjoyable. Um I think the biggest thing is going to be whether Veers can handle being in a group play like that, or if I need to probably like look at running Star Pack more. I would say Veers and Star Pack are your two top builds right now for Wizard, and I would, I mean, Icy Veins, I'm sure, would confirm. Uh, and I, like, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of Star Pack. I, I like it starting out because it's very, um, it's very easy to play like when you don't have to like when you don't need to worry about the rotation and stuff just because you don't really need to um drop a star pack meteor until a rift guardian until you're like doing you're trying doing like you know torment 14 or something like that like torment 10 you can pretty much just cast channel ray of frost and the auto procs from um the your, offhand yeah yeah your etch sigle will basically kill whatever like your meteors from that do I think my were hitting for like 300 billion somewhere in there just you know and that's without yeah. even way before scaling them either so i mean that's for just like a simple like one button channel ability, yeah. you know that's pretty cool and if you want um you can run like uh what was i gonna say you can run um something other than wave of force so basically you could run like I don't know if you run teleport for it now. I'm trying to think of the build, um, but you could run you could run like a mobility cooldown or some kind of other defensive if you want early on instead of wave of force. And then when you channel ray of frost, it'll only drop meteors. And then that's kind of how I was like running through like gr fifty, yeah. starting out just to farm gear up on my wizard, just because it was really really simple. I mean, it's one button, so <laughs> yeah. Um, what other classes did you, were you thinking about trying any other classes this season or are you just going to stick to Crusader and Wizard and see which one toughs it out the best? I'm, I struggled between picking, uh, <laughs> picking up a Necro. <laughs> you did, you did very much love your Necro preseason. Yeah, I was playing around with different stuff. I love the Bornado build. I know it's like a shit build compared to like Elowen or, uh, LOD Thorns. For, um, in- really, the thorns build? LOD thorns for Necro is insanely strong. Legacy of Dreams in general, like that. Anything with that, it seems, is just yeah. Actually, the uh, the Legacy of Dreams uh, Wave of Light build is is top right now for Monk. I mean, you're with- basically you're taking the buff from last season, putting it in a gem, and saying, "Here you go," you know, and then being able to like. So I mean you're running like you're running last season's builds with like even more damage now because of tri um triunes the triunes will yeah yeah exactly I mean it's it's cool it's just yeah I'm maybe a bit repetitive but um you know it's the same concept where you can run like conventional elements and crisbian sentence with your necro instead of having to have the two rings for the legacy of nightmares yeah you know what i mean like it it's just a huge damage buff and so lod is definitely just strong right now and that's 
do you think that the Legacy of Dreams is going to get nerfed either preseason or next season? Just because I... of the fact that it it does take away all those cookie cutter builds by making it so that you don't have to wear those set bonus those set pieces to get those set bonuses. I think the sets will just get buffed. Personally. They Diablo has been really like I mean, they've even said like they they really just wanna see how far we can go, like how far we can push, you know. I'm waiting to see Wizard clear GR one forty. You know what I mean? Solo. Like that's just yeah. I think the Veers is maybe capable of it. You know, I've heard I've kinda watched some stuff and heard people talk about it. Um I could definitely see it. I think, like I said, though, that, you know, just like anything in the game, I, I feel like Diablo, instead of nerfing something, they just buff everything else. You know what I mean? Like, they they don't really want to take away a build by nerfing it. I think they want to just make other builds viable by buffing them. And that's kind of what I've seen as, like, their, their way of doing things, which is cool. You know, it allows you to play... Different playstyles, because I mean, realistically, like I love the bone armor build on Necro. No, it's not the most powerful build, but could it clear GR one hundred? Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's significant. Like if you're clearing a GR one hundred, that's like that's great. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're pushing them triple digits. Yeah, I mean, yes, like a very like if you're a professional player or you know you play a lot, GR one hundred is not significant to you because. You know, that's where you're, like, your GR120, GR130, all the way up to, like, 150. You know, that's where that's at. Clearing a GR150 has got to be an achievement, you know. But for people that just play casually, like, hitting a triple-digit GR100, that's... Yeah. It's a great feeling. It's a very... And, you know, you're at that point, too, where primals aren't so rare. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you obviously get your guaranteed one at 70 when you do... Uh, when you're in season, but, you know, I've gotten, I want to say, seven or eight now, just on my Crusader. I've gotten two. <laughs> yeah. Both of which were ancient, both of which were useless. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of <laughs> how Primal goes. I mean, I, I did roll a Primal convention this, um, this season, Fuck which yeah, was, I was, I... I was excited about that one. I almost jumped out of my chair because I was, <laughs> I was just, I was um, at that point just working on the Crusader, trying to, I'm trying to improve my Blessed Shield build. Was trying to roll an Ancient. Um, the thing uh, I should mention LOD. So basically, how that gem works is it gives you. Uh, I think it's depending on wh what level it is. I think at a hundred, it's like three hundred seventy-five percent damage, or whatever, which is great. But if you remember, LON was seven hundred and fifty. Um, how that works basically is once uh if you're wearing an ancient item or primal ancient it's death that effect is doubled along with the two percent damage reduction so then you're getting the full element effect of like over 750 percent damage for that item plus four percent damage reduction so having ancients for lod is massively key which is why um builds like star pact the blessed shield build um, are very time-consuming, in my opinion, to finish. Just because you need all those ancient pieces in order to make yep. the damage from the Legacy of Dreams actually worth it? Yep, which I think sets have played a big role in just kind of early on stages of like the season because you're not going to be able to put together a full Legacy of Dreams. But, I mean, like I said, you also have to power that gem up. Like Until you're clearing like GR90 
like your LOD gem is just not going to be getting up there. So, I mean, if you think about that, like you start out, I think at like, I want to say 40% damage somewhere in there initially at level zero. And I mean, that's not a lot, you know, per item it's so what I ended up doing was, uh, the accurates build, uh, basically the play whatever you want and use Accurate form yeah. on Crusader yeah. build. I mean, it didn't matter. I ran, I think, Blessed Hammer for a while. I ran Blessed Shield, just depending on offsets that you have to power up your damage a little bit more. Um, I was able to topple my GR70 with that, you know, and that that got me into, um, like I said, my first Primal, and then powering up my LOD and everything. And then as I started to get those Ancients, you know, once I was about, like, I want to say I was maybe half ancient by the time I switched over to the LOD, and at that point I was pretty powerful enough to where I instantly jumped like ten GRs up, and then from there I catapulted up and I was like fifteen twenty. So I mean it's it's really just kind of that um, I think right now sets really play a role more so in just getting to where you want to be for the Legacy of Dream sets. Yeah, it's almost like an end game kind of like the legacy of dreams is kind of just your end game goal for a lot of classes i'm not sure i mean i guess i shouldn't really say that because i don't really know like what um uh the like monk is like i don't know what um witch doctor is like witch doctor darts bill is really really good i have no idea what you run for that maybe it's lod i don't remember maybe but i haven't <clears throat> I haven't looked at it. Yeah, I haven't taken a look at Witch Doctor yet this season. I've been thinking about messing around with him, but at the same time, like, do I really want to? <laughs> it's a lot of time investment. That's the thing. Like, I I am okay with playing just a couple characters. That's why I actually didn't make for the Necro, kind of coming back to that. Uh, it's it's a lot of effort, you know? Uh, not even, I mean, not even powering up a character. Obviously, having the transferable Paragon points instantaneously is amazing. Um but the the fact of just like gearing up a character, you know, especially around builds that, you know, like LOD builds tend to run around class specific ancients. Well, you're not going to roll those on your class that's already done, so you yeah. have to. It forces you to play, you know, your class and like work your way up again. I mean, it's a lot of progression, you know, and if you donate a lot of time to that, it. Yeah, it can <laughs> eat up most of your day. I've been there. I did it with the wizard, you know. It took me a couple of days to gear up my wizard decent amount, so. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of... I think LOD right now is just very, very strong. I would love to see what Necro can do with the Thorns build. Um, however, I don't think I'm going to play it just because I do not like that playstyle. I preferred um, the Scout of the Mage build where you just dumped it into, run, you know, like, running the Simulacron. It was very satisfying. Yeah. But also, I didn't like that build because it's kind of like Wizard in the sense that you just, you're not very tanky. So it's very easy to die if you're not careful about positioning. Yeah, I've looked into some of the, the Necromancer builds. Uh, one of the ones that, that I almost ran with but decided not to just because I don't really like how it felt um, was uh, the the Bloodlands build actually? Yeah, uh, like you, I have seen some people do some stupid shit with the Bloodlands build. It yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, but it's also 
so, so very squishy. Like, if you get caught in the wrong spot, you drop, you go down faster than a cheerleader on prom night. (laughs) (laughs) I would, uh, yeah. I would compare that to... I want, you know, I'd almost compare that a little bit to uh, Star Pack, the wizard. Like, it's, in my opinion, they're very similar. Star Pack is another build. Very squishy, in my opinion. Unless you have, like, very good rolls in all ancients. You, I, like, right now my Star Pack with the gear I have, I struggle to finish a Torment 16. Like, it just does not have the durability that, like, the Veers does at all. And, like I said, it's very skill cap. You know, um, I feel like the corpse or the is it corpse lamps? Yeah, yeah well, it's it's one of the runes from the corpse. Lamps. Yeah, the blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the corpse lamps build I feel is very similar to that. It's just the playstyle thing. I think it's kind of skill capped. Um, the thorns necro seems to be very not like it's it's kind of just commanding your ar- uh, army of the undead to kill everything. So. In my opinion, not a very uh, not a very difficult build to play. Just like the Bornado. I mean, the Bornado build was, in my opinion, a lot of fun. I love those builds where you can be up in the middle of a pack and just... Just watch stuff start melting. Yeah, I like uh, the AoE. The, you know, just the massive area damage builds where you just crush a whole pack of mobs and teleport into them and just crush them all. That's what I really enjoyed about the Necro. But right now, that's, like I said, it's just not that powerful the build that we'd want to do but for a player that's just looking to have some fun and grind go for it that build is some of the most fun i've had on diablo i just (laughs) (laughs) i I love the uh i love the bornado the bonado build i feel that way about the talrasas i know you've heard me go on and on and on about the talrasas build but i'm sorry but dropping four or five different element types of meteors is just Oh, it's satisfying. It is so satisfying. You just watch meteors just start dropping on rift bosses. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will say that if you haven't, uh, if you haven't seen some of the craziness from the star pack for wizard as well, I mean, I sixteen thousand trillion hit on rift bosses. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. That would one shot a rift boss at like gr one hundred, no problem, just flat man. I mean, that's crazy amount of damage. <laughs> And but like I said, you gotta you gotta really get the rotation down to land those big meteors like that, and uh, hope that mob doesn't move. <laughs> yeah, one point five yep. second fall time. <laughs> the fall time on the meteor is a little bit annoying at times. I've definitely had that backfire. So. Oh yeah, no, I've I've had that happen a couple of times yeah. too. Um, but what what are you thinking for next season? What class do you want to try to roll with? Are you are you looking to go for a specific class, or are you waiting to see what builds become available with the season start? So I am kind of my my top three are Necro, Wizard, and Crusader. Those are kind of my three favorite to play. Um, depending on builds, you know, I'll pick one or the other to main, and then I'm sure I'll play at least one. All right. We're uh, coming up on the end here of our segment, uh, so we're going to have to cut this one a little bit short. But, you know, I, I want to thank you so much for uh, just popping in, yeah. you know, uh, talking about some Diablo 3 stuff with me. Obviously, we're going to be doing this again in the future. Yep, definitely. Um, and I want to thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in and listening on this, and uh, you have a great rest of your day. Yeah. See you, dude. <laughs>